Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. I'm Lindsay. And today we actually have another listener request. And this one comes from Valerie in Jacksonville, Florida. Awesome. Yeah, Valerie actually emailed me quite a while ago. So sorry we're so late getting to it. But thank you so much for listening. She's been listening for a while. Yeah, and this is really a great one too. It's in one of those cities that I've never been to, but as ghosts enthusiasts, I think you just got to go to. And we've actually received quite a few requests from this city in general. And don't worry, everybody, if you've requested a place here, we will get there eventually. In fact, I was telling Lindsay the other day, we have got to go to this town. This is in St. Augustine, Florida, Lindsay. Absolutely. Yep. That's, that's a big one. There's so many places we've even had, yeah, we've had multiple emails about St. Augustine. Yeah, we have. So we'll get to those and maybe we'll even show up there one day. You just never know. I mean, there's a beach not that far away. Like it's one of those old towns. I think it sounds pretty cool. It does. We got to make our way there. For sure. This is your haunted holiday at the Casa Monica Resort and Spa in St. Augustine, Florida. Okay, so before we get started, here's a reminder about our Facebook live stream event at the Velisca Axe Murder House. I know we mentioned it last week, but this is coming up soon, guys. This is going to be um, on August 20th. This is a Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So we'll be live at the Velisca Axe Murder House. Log on, show your support for us. We're so interested to talk to all of you guys. We don't do a ton of live events on Facebook, so this will be something new for us, kind of. We've done one other, but please join. I mean, we'd love to answer all your questions and ask the ghost questions. We'll pose them to the ghosts. And, and who knows? I mean, Velisca is so notorious that maybe we'll get something on camera. I hope we do. I really am looking forward to that a lot. Although I don't feel scared about it now, but when we get there, I might be scared. Like it's really one of those things. I'm not really sure how I'm yeah. going to react until I feel the mood of the room, I think. I think I'll be scared when we like turn the lights off and we're sitting up in that attic. I have a feeling I'm going to be kind of freaked out. Yeah, I I would guess you might be, but we'll see. You never know, you know? Absolutely. So guys... Just to make sure, if you want to, go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. There's a link there directly to our Facebook page. Or you can also just go to our Facebook page, find, search Your Haunted Holiday. If you follow us, it will give you a reminder about the event. And log in and tell us that you're going. We're interested to see how many folks plan to join. We will see you there. We're excited to hear from you. Yeah, totally. And the place that we're going to talk about now is pretty fancy so this is two weeks in a row that we're talking about a pretty fancy place i'm excited about Velisca, but we need to do something scary next week i think for sure i think so too but it's always good to mix it up that's kind of the goal so this one is another pretty fancy place but i really think like if you're going to saint augustine it might be the place to go depending on what your budget allows you to do. I mean, today it is actually considered one of the best boutique hotels in the United States. Wow. 
So very, very nice. And it is right in the heart of downtown St. Augustine. So it has a fantastic location. You can literally go walk to the downtown area, to the bars and that kind of thing. So big perk there as well. Now, St. Augustine in general, there are so many haunted places here. And so I was trying to look up, like, why is St. Augustine just haunted in general? Like, is there a reason that the grounds there are actually haunted? Isn't it the oldest city in the United States? It is. It is considered to be the oldest city in America. And in fact, so... That really means that it's the oldest continually inhabited European settlement. So it's really the first like major settlement when the Europeans first came over here. And that happened all the way back in 1565. So if you just think about the age of this place in general, you know, some of the buildings there have been preserved like I think like the oldest schoolhouse is still standing there right and these places that have been preserved they think to some degree that that could be impacting the paranormal activity right because ghosts died there they're in essentially the same building that they may have been in all the way since like the 1500s which is crazy to think about The other thing to consider is, you know, there is a fort that is pretty close by. So there were battles that took place over the years there. People fought and died on that land. But one of the biggest events that I think could cause some ghosts in St. Augustine is in 1821, a ship came over, landed in St. Augustine, and somebody on that ship had yellow fever because yellow fever swept through the town and it actually killed off Lindsay listen to this one third of the population of St. Augustine at the time oh my gosh wow that's a lot of people so a ton of people right and think about like the number of people being buried there's several reports of people that they thought were dead that they like started to bury and then like at the last minute they would realize oh no they're still alive like there was one lady that was like scratching at the the grave like as they were putting the dirt on top of her and luckily somebody heard her and was like wait can we take a peek in there i I feel like i hear a noise and like she was saved at the last minute so if they saved a few people at the last minute how many people like actually got buried alive without people realizing it so i've heard of the same type of thing happening in savannah when yellow fever was rampant around there and i heard this story i don't know if it's true but i'm gonna try to repeat it you know, when they were burying folks and they would find some people turned out really to be alive, they just seemed very dead. They would put bells out in the graveyard. And so if someone got to a bell, was able to get out and crawl to a bell from their grave and ring it to, to signal for help, hey, there's someone out here. That's why they call it a dead ringer. Mm. Remember that? I do remember that story. But again, I don't know if that's true. That's yeah, I don't either. But it's a, it's a good story. I thought that um, they had put the bells in with them in the grave so Maybe. that if they're buried under there in their coffin, they could ring the bell to get people's attention. I mean, that could be, it was a haunted pub crawl that I heard this on, so I could be misremembering. So don't quote me. I had a few cocktails that night, that's for yeah. sure. So very interesting history of this place. I mean, just the age of it, I think 
is going to cause some spirits, right? Now, the hotel itself was built all the way back in 1888, and it was built by a man named Franklin W. Smith. And over the years, you know, it was bought and sold, exchanged hands a few different times. But during the Great Depression, when the stock market crashed, whoever was the owner kind of like lost their hat, I guess, and they were no longer able to keep up with the hotel. And so it became abandoned through the years of 1932 all the way to 1945. And it just kind of, you know, built up dust over, over that period of time. Eventually, it was bought by the county and they actually turned it into a courthouse in 1965, which I think is kind of interesting. Pretty large courthouse for that county, mm-hmm. I would think. Um, but who knows what happened there, right? I mean, people in courthouses usually aren't going through the best of times. Then in the mid-90s, it was repurchased and they did a huge renovation on the property and it reopened in 1999 as this fabulous little boutique place. It looks really, really nice. It's actually part of the Marriott family of hotels. So Mm. when you're looking it up and you're trying to book it, a lot of times it's going to redirect you there. So just an FYI, don't get too confused by that when it's redirecting you to a Marriott site that's likely going to be correct. But it's not your standard Marriott, just like it's not your standard Holiday Inn Express, right? It is very nice. It's been renovated to a point, too, where I think they did a really good job, like kind of showing the old bones of it, but doing a really good job of that. Now, what I will say is they do not embrace their ghosts at this hotel. Okay. In St. Augustine, you'd think they would. I know, right? I'm not sure. Maybe because it's Marriott. Like, I wonder Mm. if it's something to do with, like, that brand name now, you know, causes some of that. But so they are very hush-hush. Like, if you go up to somebody there and talk to them about it, especially, I guess, if there's, like, management around during the day, it is very unlikely that they are going to give you a ghost story. But you might have better luck maybe a little later in the evening with some of the big wigs are gone or maybe talking to a waitress like we did at the Hermitage Hotel, that kind of thing. You might get a little bit more information out of them if you're looking for that kind of thing. Even though they are hush-hush about it, there are some housekeepers that have spoken out about the spirits here, okay? In fact... There is a housekeeper who has written like a whole blog post about her experiences at this place after working there for about a year. So we are going to get into what they have experienced. Okay, a blog post. So when you said there were housekeepers that came out, you know, about there, I was thinking like a press conference. Guys, this place is haunted. <laughs> no, That's nothing what I like that. Knowing it was ridiculous, but okay. Nothing like that. But the housekeeper basically says mm, the hotel doesn't really want to talk about the ghosts, but the reality is there's ghosts there. And she shares a few of her stories. So, Lindsay, we were talking about housekeeping, and one thing that's interesting that I read online is that apparently, even though they're kind of hush-hush about the ghosts, they don't want to acknowledge them to the general public, they do allow their maids now to clean in pairs, like in small groups. Uh 
because a lot of the maids will refuse to clean certain areas of the hotel if they're not with somebody else. And so they ran into kind of this issue where they needed to accommodate people because they were just too scared to go into a room by themselves. Wow. Well, I wonder what's going on. So maybe it is a scary haunting. I mean, I think any haunting is scary to some degree, depending on the individual, right? Like if I see something like flat out, like if I see a door slam in front of my face and there's nobody there, I'm going to be scared of that too. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that can be scary that aren't necessarily like mean spirits, right? Right. So one thing that this hotel is known for is apparently in the lobby Later at night, you might actually hear some jazz music start to play that's not playing over the overhead speakers and actually some full-bodied apparitions that like come out in the full jazz attire, you know, kind of dancing to the music. So it sounds to me very much like that's an unintelligent haunting, right? It's some sort of energy that that is planted there. There is also a man in 20s era clothing that is seen all over the place there. That is actually one of the more popular spirits at this hotel that people talk about, but you can really see him anywhere throughout the place. Now, let's get into some specific rooms here. There are several different rooms that you're gonna want to think about booking if you wanna encounter something specific. Now, I'm going to talk about the suites first. There are a couple different suites here that are, I guess, super haunted. These are insanely nice, okay? A lot of them have multiple floors, multiple bedrooms. Like, I I get the feeling that they're not like your average hotel suite, okay? Hmm. For example, the Ponce de Leon suite is known for having a radio go on and off on the first floor, Okay, so that's a pretty typical thing. You actually experienced that yourself at that hotel in Americas. What's different about this is the suite is so large. It has multiple floors, right? So when a maid would go to the second floor, all of a sudden the radio would turn on in the floor below when nobody else is there. Creepy. But you know what's great, though, is... They don't embrace their ghosts, but it sounds like you know some of the rooms that are haunted that people can look for specifically. Exactly. There's a lot of reports online, and a lot of this information is from previous housekeeping staff. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to call this place and ask for a haunted room and and get one necessarily. Right, but you you could request very specific rooms here. So the Ponce de Leon suite, the radio situation, there's also supposed to be a woman in white that is haunting this suite as well. I feel like woman in white is a very common theme in ghosts. So kind of interesting. But you know, maybe obviously people have seen full figure apparitions with color, but maybe there's some sort of black and white aspect to some of them. Yeah, that's totally possible. Agreed. Now, the other suite that you're gonna wanna consider is the Flagler suite. And I think Flagler comes from a name of one of the previous owner's last name. So kind of an odd name for a suite. It is known for having a, again, on the first floor in the bathroom there, a child's handprint will show up in the mirror of the first floor bathroom. Mm. 
Now, one of the creepiest things that has been reported at this hotel has also occurred in this room. And basically what happened is a housekeeper goes to the door to knock on it to say, you know, housekeeping and see if anybody's there and they can go clean up the room. And she hears, we've been expecting you. No. Yes. That's terrifying. Opens the door thinking, oh, well, there must be a family, you know, in there, you know, saying something a bit creepy, but I'll go in nonetheless, right? Nobody's there, of course. Oh, my gosh. But I think that's terrifying. And apparently there are other reports of voices like that, like beckoning people into the room. Ugh kind of thing and a voice you know like an audible not an evp that's pretty powerful you know for you to just hear an audible voice out there without catching it on a recording necessarily first that's pretty cool yeah very cool but also that would be enough for me to be like i'm not so sure that i'm willing to clean these rooms by myself like that would be the deal breaker who's been expecting me and why what are they expecting me for exactly yeah Right. That would really freak me out. Okay. The next room that you need to request, and these are not the suites anymore. So regular rooms that us normal people can potentially afford here. (laughs) So room 511, it is on the fifth floor. Apparently, and actually I'll say allegedly because I wasn't able to verify this to be true, but there are, this is a very common story found online is a man hung himself in that room and housekeeping found him up there. So there is a lot of activity that you'll feel in here, Mm -hmm. primarily things like icy, like cold spots, but not just a cold spot, like a breeze will come Mm -hmm. through, Um, as well as you'll hear footsteps quite a bit here in this room. So that is definitely a room that you may consider staying in. Now, the absolutely most haunted location in this hotel is the fourth floor, okay? Really, from what I understand, any room on the fourth floor is going to be haunted. The staff in particular here on this floor, they refuse to clean some of the rooms depending on the staff members or on their own at the very least. So a lot of people that work there They'll clean the rooms, but they have to do it with another person, or they'll just be like, nope, I'm out. Have Sally go clean that one. (laughs) Sally. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Joe. Have Joe go clean, you know, (laughs) room whatever. Right. Now, some of the things that they have experienced here on the fourth floor, and this could be when nobody's in the room, nobody's even on the floor sometimes, is they will hear sinks turn on and off throughout the different rooms there, any of them. There's also radios will go off, alarms will turn on and off on their own in the empty rooms. Now, I think that can be explained to some degree, like somebody sets an alarm, they forget to turn it off, you know, that kind of thing. But of course, there are little children ghosts running amok (laughs) all over this hallway. (laughs) Running amok. Down a hallway. Like, we've talked about this. This is very typical. Exactly. So these little kids are running, laughing, playing games. We don't really know how many little kids or why they are necessarily there. 
but they're there and they're not only in the hallway apparently they're in some of the rooms so like as you know a housekeeper is in the hallway they might hear coming from an empty room like a little kid giggling or something or running around i don't know is that scarier than we've been expecting you Mm, i don't i don't think so i think we've been expecting you is way scarier i I would agree actually i'm gonna go out on a limb (laughs) now the most haunted room on this floor is room 411 okay so there is one guest in particular that woke up in this room to find multiple people standing in the room wearing like 20s clothing like multiple men not just one like the room was like almost filled with people i guess and then they just suddenly disappeared what yes that is creepy like a whole room maybe they're the ones expecting someone how weird maybe maybe they're the people that said that it is super creepy. The only thing that is semi-redeeming about this whole situation, I was thinking about it as I was taking my notes, is that they just slowly disappeared in the description. What would have been absolutely terrifying, like one of my worst nightmares, is you wake up to all these people in your room that are ghosts, and then they turn and look at you all at the ah, same time. Yes. I feel like that should be in a horror movie. because it's not like they're residual. No, they're aware of you. They're aware of your presence and they're all there and they're all aware. That's pretty scary thought. It's a really scary thought, but that's all I I was like, at least they didn't turn around and look at them. But they were already looking at them, right? When they woke up or no? I don't know. That wasn't really in the description. I'm going to assume no. I mean, the description was just a bunch of ghosts standing in the room in old fashioned clothing. Hmm. Not necessarily looking at them. That wasn't included, but very creepy nonetheless. If you go to TripAdvisor, you will also see quite a few ghost stories on there. Not not a ton, like not as much as like Miss Molly's. Miss Molly's that we talked about in a previous episode, like the whole TripAdvisor reviews was about ghostly encounters and really, really fascinating. But they are sprinkled about from here, you know, from time to time you'll find... Now, some of them that I found, a couple said that her mom was in the shower and she heard her mom yelling like, hey, what's going on, Lindsay? She goes in there and she's like, what's happening? And her mom said, oh, nothing. I thought you were moving the shower curtain trying to get my attention. No, (laughs) scary. Really scary. The other thing that happened to them is they were getting on the elevator pushed the third floor button and then all of a sudden they heard a voice that said going to the third floor mm-hmm. I don't know that it had an English accent but <laughs> I'm imagining that the bellhop would have had some kind of fancy accent right but what the elevator doesn't normally no they didn't yeah. experience that any other time apparently oh. according to their review they were like at first we were questioning it like did we really just hear this voice say going to the third floor and they just kept racking their brain and racking their brain and they're like it doesn't make any sense right so there could be some explainable things of course right in right in any scenario but according to these people on TripAdvisor, they think it was a ghost
Alright, so this place is pretty fancy, but there are some interesting perks about it. One is apparently when you arrive, and I've seen this on TV, but I've never experienced this myself, they have champagne waiting for you. It's like Ooh. a champagne arrival. It sounds like my kind of place. I know. Champagne and ghosts. All right. <laughs> I know it. I have never been to a place that does that, but I feel like it's it's in our future. Maybe if we go to St. Augustine here. Right. You know, they also, like I said, it's a resort and spa. So they do have a full service spa there. It's a little pricey for my taste. Although you're in like a vacation town at a really nice hotel, you kind of expect it to a mm -hmm. degree, right? I mean, really, they have everything there. Facials, massages, pedicures, whatever you really want from a spa. So a 60-minute massage is $155. Ooh, that's kind of steep. A little steep for my liking. Now, if I'm on a vacation and had too much to drink the night before, you never know. I might shell that out for an hour-long <laughs> massage. But personally, probably not. That's probably not within my budget. Yeah, I agree. Now, the other thing that's cool about this place is pets are welcome. Ooh. I did not see like any clarification about like size of pets or anything like that. So I would think if they had a lot of restrictions like that, that there might be more information on the website. So maybe there is like a weight limit, but I wasn't able to find that, that information online. So that is kind of cool. The other thing they have, of course, is a pool, but this pool looks especially nice, Lindsay. It does not look like your average swimming pool situation. They have cabanas out there and stuff, like really nice looking cabanas. Well, I am sold, Lisa. I think we need to go on down to St. Augustine. <laughs> well, you haven't heard the price yet. Oh, okay, this is true. The other thing that I will call out is now it's not on the beach because it's in St. Augustine, but it's pretty close to a beach. But they apparently give you access to a private beach club. So the feeling that I got is you could drive to the private beach club, get access. They have like beach chairs, umbrellas, and that kind of thing available. And it's kind of like your own private beach. Wow, that sounds nice. It does sound really nice. So let's talk about the prices. Prices, actually, I thought they might be a little bit more expensive just because it is a pretty fancy hotel. Still a little bit steep for my taste on a nightly situation, but it could be worse, honestly. So a standard room, like if we're talking about just like a standard king or maybe a double queen, it varies a little bit, but it's typically right around like the $200 mark a night give or take a little bit. So like a king room starts at $195. If you want to get two queens instead of a king, that goes up a little bit to like $220 a night. Okay, so not bad. And obviously these prices could change depending upon the season. That's just what they are today as we're recording. Exactly. Now the suites themselves, so if you are interested in the Ponce de Leon suite or the Flagler suite, those range, it's about like 650 ish. Okay. So like, oh my gosh, a night. Yeah. Ooh. And so these, these are nice though. Remember like both of these have more than one floor. Like personally, 
I ain't Oprah, so I'm not going to be paying that amount unless I'm staying right. for free. Or maybe you split it amongst a bunch of people because there are several bedrooms. So, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, if you split it amongst several, that would be a lot more reasonable. Yeah. And you could because, like, the Flagler suite, for example, it definitely has two bedrooms in it. I think one has a king, one has queens in it. And then I'm sure they must have a pull out sofa in there too somewhere. So you could probably fit a pretty good number of people in there and split that cost. So, you know, the suites obviously out of my range a little bit, but the other rooms for how nice of a hotel it is in the location, I don't think it's that bad. Although I would understand if it's out somebody outside of somebody's price range because it's almost out of mine. Like it would be by myself if I wasn't splitting the cost of that with somebody else. Totally agree. But it does sound like this hotel is fantastic if you've, you know, got the ability to do it. It's haunted. You get champagne. You get a spa. It's a nice place. It's near the beach. It sounds pretty fantastic to me. Valerie, great recommendation. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Okay, very good. Well, let's move to the last section of the show um, where we read an email or a, a listener review. In this case, Valerie emailed us a while back with that recommendation, so thank you. In this case, I've got one from John, and this is what he says. He says, howdy, I'm listening to your podcast on the Congress Hotel. This is a popular one. We've received a couple of different emails where people have stayed there. That This is in Chicago. He says, my wife and I stayed there in 2018 in the South Tower. We only stayed one night but enjoyed it. We didn't get a chance to explore much since we were there for one night, but the lobby is beautiful. The hotel itself does look older, which I liked. They tried to keep the old look, but modernized it at the same time. There is no AC and our room was hot. That's that's a tough one, especially that in summer. Is. Yeah, that's tough. We, <laughs> right? We didn't get any weird vibes, but I did get an odd feeling. I get this in a lot of historical places, but I just felt the aura of the place, like the history and everyone who passed through here over the last 100 years or so. The closet in our room was weird to me. Like I could picture a hanging body in there. Ooh, that's scary. That visualization. This and sad all at the same time. The sink and bathroom faucets were both crooked, which was odd. He says, I enjoyed and would like to go back to explore. Thank you, John, for that email. I love that. So he didn't necessarily have any ghost encounters, so to speak, but he definitely had that creepy feeling and vibe and a feeling that maybe something had happened in that room that was really tragic and just kind of that strange feeling. But that's the way a lot of folks feel, you know, when they go to some of these notoriously haunted old historic places. Yeah. And if I remember right, you said he stayed in the South Tower, right? So that's right. I believe from our episode, that is the more haunted tower. That's the oldest tower. So who knows what have occurred there, right? Like I'm not a psychic, but sometimes you just catch a weird vibe and you can't explain it. You absolutely do. I'm not a psychic by any means, but I remember at the Thomas house, I had a feeling there was something over in the corner of that room. And then we had that experience right there, which yeah. blew my mind. So you just never know. Go with your feelings on some of these, some of these things. Yeah, absolutely. Really cool story. Thank you so much for writing into us, John. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, if you want us to call you out, shout you out on the air, 
send us an email like John did. He went to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit, hit the link that says contact us. And that just sends us an email directly. Um, you can also go to our Facebook page and find us there. It's good to do that now, especially since we've got this uh, live event at the Velisca Axe Murder House. Come find us on Facebook and follow us so you can join us on that night. Remember, that's Thursday, August 20th. And also find us on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. Thanks for joining us. Stay healthy and safe, everybody.